Hello, and welcome to the Slate Political Gap Fest for October 2nd, 2020. Yes, you heard that right. It's the President Has COVID edition. I'm David Plotz. I'm in Washington, D.C. We're doing a special Slate Plus edition about the extraordinary, just extraordinary news that came out late last night. I'm joined, of course, from <laughs> New York City by John Dickerson, who's in a, a punchy, punchy mood. Hello, John Dickerson of CBS News. He just put a red bandana on his face for all of our listeners out there. It's been a good morning, David. It's been a long morning already. Get uh, being awakened in the middle of the night and and doing morning television. Uh, but it's good to be with you guys. <laughs> He's a bandit, I guess. That is Emily Bazelon of the New York Times Magazine and uh, Yale University Law School. She's in New Haven. How do they wake you? Would you do you have a special alert on your phone that they can wake you? No, I, no, I they don't... just keep. They keep calling until I wake if up. I, if someone called me at 2.30 a.m., I would not wake up. <laughs> Let's get started. So the news came late last night, if you're John Dickerson, or early this morning for the rest of us, of course, that the president and the first lady have uh, been infected with the coronavirus. They've tested positive, and uh, they also came the news earlier that Hope Hicks, who was a close presidential aide, had tested positive for the virus. And so there was already some alert, apparently, within the White House that this might happen. Um, so, John, just uh, orient us for a minute. When did the president get tested? When did they find out uh, that he was positive? And what what is happening right now? <clears throat> so he was tested on Thursday. Hope Hicks, as you said, we knew uh, on Thursday earlier um, that she had it. The president was tested on Thursday. The results came in at some point on Thursday. He tweeted about it at, I believe, one o'clock in the morning on Friday morning, 1 a.m., that he and Melania had it. The vice president on Friday was, uh, news was released that he and um, Karen Pence had not tested positive. But as John LaPook, the uh, Dr. John LaPook on CBS pointed out, you know, one of the interesting questions here is, did Hope Hicks give it to the president? Or did Hope Hicks and the president get it at the same time? And based on the incubation period, the fact that Mike Pence doesn't have it as of Friday morning doesn't mean that it might not still be incubating and Mike Pence might have it sometime later. That isn't specific with respect to Mike Pence. It's just to remember that there is a, you know, number of days in which this incubates. Now we're just waiting to find out, as the White House does contact tracing, who's in the the sphere of that contact. Did he do a Republican fundraiser also on Thursday with donors inside? Um, I believe he did. So he's in Minnesota on Tuesday, so on Wednesday. He's on, and that's when he was with Hope Hicks. But if he was, if he got it beforehand and they both got it simultaneously, not one after the other, that means he was in a position potentially to convey it in on Wednesday in Minnesota. And then he had a New Jersey fundraiser on Thursday. So, uh, which was the day that Hope Hicks um, tested positive. So if he got it at the same time as Hicks, we know by Thursday, it's very possible that he was in the same condition she was, which was which was to say would be in a position to pass it along. So all those questions are all still up in the air. And he knew all of that on Thursday because he knew that she tested positive before he did this New Jersey fundraiser. Yes, he, the president um, knew and people within the White House knew that they had been either in contact with or in an organization in which one of the top people had tested positive, but continued um, uh, business as usual, including having a press conference with reporters. Um, but 
the president has now canceled, obviously, everything, all of his fundraisers and all of his travel for the moment going forward. Well, I mean, it's funny that you say the word obviously there, John, because, you know, what's been evident about this White House is they've been extremely lax and careless about some of the precautions that people are taking elsewhere. So it's from what I understand, you know, it's a campaign staff, a White House staff that is not, you know, works in the building is not always masked. The president is not always masked. Um, They're doing lots of events in in enclosed spaces. And so they've been reckless according to the standards of today. Like they're doing all kinds of things that I think most of the American public isn't. Most of the American public is cautious about doing significant gatherings over significant periods of time in enclosed spaces. And yet this president and this White House have been have been cavalier about it. And so the yes, it is it's certainly good and responsible for them to cancel upcoming events. But it would have been a lot more responsible and careful for them to have been avoiding these kinds of events beforehand. So, I mean, they've been using rapid lots of testing to mitigate risk, but they've also been interacting with lots of people outside of that testing bubble at these fundraisers, at events, at rallies, etc. So, John, there's a debate scheduled. I think it's for October 15th. There's a vice presidential debate scheduled for next week. Both Kamala Harris and Mike Pence have now said that they have not tested positive at the moment, as we mentioned for Pence. There's a presidential debate that is scheduled for the 15th. Is there any word right now about whether that debate is on or off? Uh, It's on, but, you know, developments are still um, tumbling in, including, by the way. That was just a snippet from our Slate Plus conversation. If you want to hear the whole conversation, go to slate.com slash GabFest Plus to become a member today.